The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Uh, this from you, how- you know why it's been quiet, right? Because um, everything's running smooth. No, oh, okay. I, I think that's probably there's probably a little bit to that. I think winning, you know, from the off winning, you've got a mm. quarterback position that's pretty settled. I'm okay, so I'm grasping think, at straws, maybe. Yeah, I, I think you had the first thing to a certain degree, but it's been smooth. I think drama sucks the air out of everything. Okay. Okay, that's what people talk about. That's what people are interested in. So the the, the basketball drama is kind of just taking all everything away from everything else. The, the oxygen out of the out of yeah. the room completely. That's my opinion. Okay, well, I mean, people flock to drama. Okay, yeah, people don't flock to things that run smoothly. <laughs> True, like, yeah, you know, yeah, fine. Yeah. Tuned engine, you know, it's like, oh, let's go look at the fine-tuned engine. Oh, let's look at the train wreck over here. Yes, there you go. <laughs> so that's why things let's have gone smoothly this. for football, or, or excuse me, quietly for football, yeah. is because everybody's going, what's going on with basketball? Let's like, what's what's more fun to watch? The concrete truck turned over and wondering if it's going to harden, or some guy just laying concrete? Mm-hmm. Well. What's more interesting? The fine-tuned, you know, on the tracks always show that's tech talk, or this thing that's just a, you know, complete mess. <laughs> I don't know that the analogy worked there. Okay. <laughs> uh, this, this, uh, this is a compliment. I'll take it. Chuck, I've shook hands with you a couple of times. Once on Nineteenth and Frankfurt, and once at the Civic Center. My pleasure. Shake your hand. I know the exact location. <laughs> wow. 19th and Frankfurt. Were you guys in a crosswalk or I what? Uh, I don't know. 19th and Frankfurt. I don't know. <laughs> Get out of your car at a stoplight and make some yeah. friends. I probably have done that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Hal says this, hearing that uh, North Dakota is having issues getting here. Any news on that? You heard anything about that? I know nothing about that, but that's not something that I would know about more more than likely. Yeah. You just want to make sure that both teams are there when the two managers or coaches, you know, shake hands and exchange lineup cards. Then there you go. And I found out something cool about North Dakota State last night. Oh, yeah? What's that? Now I want the information, but they have a, a young man from Monterey on the team. Oh, wow. Well, he gets to so, come home for Easter then. Yeah. I always cool. think that's cool, and I would assume that's not an accident then, right? That that they're coming here to play? I mean, do, do a lot of times, uh, will coaches, you know. I think it depends his name on how. Is, his name is Dallin Quigley. Okay. He's a junior from Monterey. Is he a starter for them? or? I do not know that. Okay. I think. Uh, I wonder if they'll try to schedule games with that makes sense for them, but sure. like in somebody's hometown. Maybe I don't know. so. I, to me, that happens more in basketball just because there's fewer players, and and especially with maybe players that are that are starting or you know out of the region. I don't know that, but yeah, you could be right. You could be right. Um, I I really have no idea. I was just okay. kind of guessing, but I think it's cool. Yeah. Uh, former Indiana and Texas Tech coach Bob Knight uh, was hospitalized over the weekend, but he's since been released. Um, 
his uh, son, Pat, the former coach here at Texas, Texas. On behalf of the Knight family, we thank you for your thoughts and prayers. As many have heard, my dad was hospitalized over the weekend with an illness. has since been released. We ask for your privacy as he is cared for and resting at home in good hands. So um, he is 82, Bob Knight. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, he was here. God, it seems like a long time ago, doesn't it? Um, it's been uh, 15 years since he coached here. Um, he was hired in uh, 2001, about this time. Actually, it was a little bit right, right around spring training. So it was like in March uh, when Coach Knight was hired um, after uh, James Dickey was dismissed. Uh, Red Raider Two Guns. I can imagine Chuck wandering around in traffic looking for hands to shake. <laughs> it's a possibility. Like one of those guys out there carrying a boot. <laughs> Just walks around with business cards. <laughs> could, could be. It could, could, could be. Uh, here's something for you. I, I don't, I don't know that I would, I would lay any money down on this. The uh, odds makers uh, have installed UConn as the favorite to win next year's NCAA basketball tournament. No way. Yeah. They put the odds makers are saying that the national champions have the best chance to win it next year. What's next? Kansas is going to be the favorite to win the Big Twelve. <laughs> I don't know. I felt like there was some sarcasm there. I feel like UConn's as good a best, uh, good a bet as anybody. I mean, yeah, they'll lose some, I'm sure, but I'm sure there'll be plenty of guys that say, "Hey, man, transfer portal." Hey, that looks like a fun program to play sure. for. Sure, and there may be some guys that are disgruntled there. And maybe the, maybe the UConn folks up there are like, hey, um, yeah, sure, I'll pay. Since you guys are winning, I'll be a part of that. So know. come on in, I'll pay that player or this guy or whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm curious when we're going to have some, and maybe this is t- maybe it's today that you'll you'll see some kind of shoring up of Coach McCaslin's staff, um, you know, in terms of who is – associate head coach is going to be or his two assistants who that's going to be i know that people are just sitting on the edge of their seat waiting for that i think there are some people that are very interested i'm interested i'm interested i'm not like i'm not like refreshing my phone you know thinking that it's gonna think it's gonna happen Mm -hmm. you know but i'm i'm i am curious about that um uh let's see somebody else says uh Pushing a shopping cart full of business cards. <laughs> shopping cart. A shopping cart. Wow. I don't, uh, I don't Sometimes you've got to push it against the wind uphill. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody asked, did uh, no. Bill Self retire yesterday at his press conference? That press conference is today. Um, and I'm kind of curious about that to see if, if this is um, kind of one of those regularly scheduled, kind of since he didn't have an end of season one because of his heart condition, or if this is a... Uh, I'm going to retire next year at the end of this coming year. I don't think it's going to be right now, but who knows? Maybe, maybe it is one of those deals where I'm going to, re- I'm going to step down after this next season. You know, I'm going to get my health in shape. I've kind of done what I can do, or maybe it's just a regular scheduled state of the Jayhawk press conference. Who knows? I can hardly wait. I knew that you could. I knew that you could. You want to talk about sitting in the edge of my seat. I'm standing. <laughs> are you? I'm sure that you are. We're going to carry that, Jamie. Ready to give him an ovation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 6.38 this morning here on the, the morning drive. Any um, 
Any thoughts on the pitching matchups for this weekend for uh, Tech and North Dakota State? Do you think it's business as usual, or do you do you know yet? I do not know. I mean, as we talked about yesterday, we've seen them go both ways here as far as keep the Friday-Saturday guy on the same mm-hmm. schedule and put somebody else in there on Thursday. But we've also seen them move everybody up one single day. So I wouldn't be surprised either way. Um, North Dakota State is a 7-20 and team that at one point lost 13 consecutive games. Um, really, really hoping we we see the pitching staff get get a little bit more right than they have been. Yeah, how? Uh, and it's it's way too early to preview it, but I'm just going to ask you a quick question about it. How how big are the two games against Stanford next week? No, they're big because of RPI purposes. They're they're big. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you know you're playing them on a Monday, Tuesday, and then and then you've got Big Twelve games later on in the week. So it's it's I mean you've got you know, basically five games in what six days thursday friday saturday and then monday tuesday mm-hmm. so i mean your pitching could get extended a little bit here because you haven't played any monday games coming off of a it could uh, if your head coach and pitching coach didn't you know control who pitches but they yeah. do so i'm sure they're going to make sure that they're not overextended heading into that series with oklahoma yeah. think they might leave some guys at home that would normally pitch on the weekend to take some other guys that, well, they're good. I'm sure they'll take everybody. It, it's, it's, they'll take everybody that's on the roster unless they, what you mentioned there, unless they said, okay, well, Brendan Gert, we know you're not going to play. Why don't you just stay rest and go to class? Yeah, it's possible that they would do that, but um, that's kind of a highlight trip of the year, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Everybody on the roster will yeah. be yeah. will be eligible to go. I mean, it's a it's a non conference, so you can take everyone. Okay. Uh, apparently somebody's concerned about this, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not rooting for this either. It's just Mr. Lint, you can't let Chuck go. So I don't mean like let me go, like fire me. Oh, I would, I would <laughs> never even consider it. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Okay. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Day of April twenty twenty three, and with this day in sports history, here is uh, Jeff McGuire. Didn't drop my paper today. That's good. Forgot to put the mic on, but I didn't we're drop all, my paper today. We're all out to get better, and you did from yesterday. No butterfingers over there. 1925 Yankees whip the Dodgers in an exhibition game, 16 to nine. Hmm. But Babe Ruth collapses oh. in North Carolina due to a stomach ulcer. There too many hot dogs. Don't think that's what caused the ulcer. Call it a hunch. Mm-hmm. 1934, baseball superstar Babe Ruth agrees to do three 15-minute broadcasts a week over NBC for a fee, a fee of $39,000 for the 13 weeks. That would be $4,000 more than the Yankees paid him playing his baseball. So, so is he like a, like a savant commentator, or people just were anxious to hear what the old Babe had to say? Hmm. Babe Ruth, 1934. Yeah, I think people want to hear what he had to say about okay. anything. I just wondered how, just good a, a hunch. how good a speaker he was. Uh, enough to get $39,000 yeah, right. <laughs> from NBC. <laughs> there you go. How was that? How was that with the tones? It's phenomenal. <laughs> 1940. The 99th Grand National. <laughs> this is 1940, and they're about to celebrate their 100th year anniversary. I, I understand that. 1940. Just, okay. 25-1 to one shot, Bogscar 
ridden by Royal Air Force Air Force Sergeant Marilyn Jones, wins by four lengths from uh, Mac Monfort, the last mm-hmm. true and trainee GN, which would be Grand National, before a five-year break due to World War II. Mm. By the way, the next one is scheduled for a week from Saturday. It's the, like it's coming up for a reason that I can't April 15th, right. 1946, mm-hmm. the 100th Grand National took place. <laughs> that little World War II thing got in the way for a little bit. Sure. Captain Robert Petrie wins aboard a 25-to-1 shot. Loving Cottage. 1967, 76 That's a horse name? That was his horse name, yes. Yeah. Lovely Cottage. Oh, lovely cottage. Lovely cottage. Got it. Yeah. Loving. That's what I thought he said too. I was gonna say, but it wasn't loving cottage cheese. <laughs> Do you like cottage cheese? No. Me neither. It's, I'm right there with you. I mean, just makes, makes me makes, hurl. M- m- makes me a little bit <laughs> nauseous, queasy, just looking at it. Yeah, right. I'm with you. Right there with you. 1967, 76ers. Wilt Chamberlain sets an NBA record of 41 rebounds. 1972. The regular Major League Baseball season fails to open due to a player strike for the first time mm-hmm. in history. This is the start of it. 86 games were lost before the labor dispute settled. 1973, the NFL adopts the jersey numbering system. As an example, the quarterbacks would wear numbers between 1 mm. and 19. I thought maybe they were wearing letters before that. <laughs> well, that's why I went specifically and let you know which players were wearing what numbers kind of thing. That's pretty funny. What number would Tom Brady have? Would he have double A? <laughs> Who knows? Well, we know what my number would be. 4F. 1975, oh. American Tennis, was, number one. I was uh, going to go with E2. <laughs> Chris Everett <laughs> wins her third WTA Tour Championship at the Los Angeles Sports Arena, beating Martina Navratilova 6-4, 6-2. No, Jeff, you would have been C-3PO. No, I really probably would be 4F. <laughs> That's funny. 1984, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar breaks Wilt Chamberlain's all-time career scoring record of 31,419 points. 1987, Wayne Gretzky wins his seventh straight National Hockey League scoring title. That dude was good. 1989, Los Angeles Dodgers, Oral Hershiser, consecutive scoreless streak of 59 innings ends. And in 2003, the Kansas City Royals become the first Major League Baseball team to begin a season 5-0 after losing 100 games the previous year. They they beat the Cleveland Indians 2-1. And it is National Deep Dish Pizza Day. Okay. Happy you like the deep dish? I do. Happy birthday to Texas Tech's very own Pat Green. Turns 51 today. And on this day, George Washington exercises the first presidential veto of a mm. congressional bill in 1792. The bill introduced a new plan for dividing seats in the House of Representatives that would have increased the amount of seats for northern states. After consulting with his politically divided and contentious cabinet, Washington, who became one, uh, who came from southern state of Virginia, ultimately decided that the plan was unconstitutional because, in providing for additional representatives for some states, it would have introduced a number of representatives higher than that prescribed by the Constitution. And that 
is this day in sports history. 6.51 this morning here on the morning drive. Take thoughts, comments, Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to double-t-97.3.com or the mobile app. It's presented by Happy State Bank. We'll have Ranger Baseball for you on the air today. Texas and the Baltimore Orioles. And then uh, that'll be at 12.30 on Double T 97.3. At 12.40 on uh, 100.7, the score, the Astros and the Detroit Tigers will do battle. And then uh, Astros uh, head out of town to uh, Minneapolis. They'll take on the Twins. That uh, first game was scheduled for tomorrow. It's now been moved to Friday. Uh, The Rangers are off until Friday. They play at Wrigley Field. And they'll play a day game. Yeah, they'll play a day game on Friday, and then also on Saturday afternoon, and then uh, Sunday afternoon as well. So, Are we happy for Interleague, Chuck? <laughs> or are you looking forward to another matchup with the Mariners? I, I, um, I think it's awful early for Interleague. His real problem is that he wants to enjoy the fact that the Rangers get to play a day game in Chicago at Wrigley, mm-hmm. which is like an iconic place, but the yeah. Cubs are in the National League. He wants to like this. Mm-hmm. There's a part of me that does want to like this, but I, I'm also... I'm I just also, love that every team's playing every team every year. Every time. Every time. Okay. I, I'm, I, can't, I can't dispute that, but then there's a part of me that's just like, I, I hate the blurring. At some point in time, and Jamie, we may see it. At some point in time, they may, they may um, you know, kind of move everybody around and you may they may end leagues maybe and i and that there's a part of me that would hate that because um i like the nuances of one league versus another i like the the uh the nuances it's different of, now though right huh i mean with the fact that everybody has a dh now there's yeah. what, what are the nuances there's there's really there's not any i mean you mean baseball's just baseball well i mean no say it ain't so I think Jeff is very sarcastic today. He is. Today? Today. He had an extra dose of sarcasm last night. You know, don't you hate when the (laughs) Green Bay Packers play the Kansas City Chiefs? Just ruins football that the AFC and NFC play each other, doesn't it, Jamie? I I feel like I understand what he's saying here. (laughs) I feel like he's making a valid point. But not all the NFL teams don't play everybody. There are some select games that are that take place. Just hate when they play. Each other. I like Dallas Cowboys should never have to play the Kansas City Chiefs. I like some interleague. I don't like every team playing every team. I just I, I don't like that. There's a there's no there's a, there's a blurring of the lines to the American League and the National League. I liked it when the National League umpires were. You know, different. These color, are the things that matter. Color sport coats than the American League, and hey, then Jamie, and don't you just like, hate when the Lakers play the Celtics in I the like, NBA? I liked it. I liked it when they had the you know when the umpires had the chest protectors, and and they would and the announcers then could analyze. Okay, because he's five six as opposed to this guy who's six one, the, the the chest protector affects his ability to see the strike a little. So his strike is a little bit different than this guy's strike. It was that kind of analysis that we got on the game of the week. Can you imagine Michael Jordan playing against the Lakers? That would be so weird in a game. That needs to be reserved for the playoffs. Uh, Justin reports this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. He is tired of hearing about the Grand National. You know, Justin, when you when you say things like that, and when I point out things like that, we're going to get the Grand National. 
Like, have we it, heard about all 100 races? Not yet. No. Have we heard about <laughs> significant like numbers? It. Have we heard about significant numbers? Yeah. Have we heard about odds of 25 or greater mm-hmm. that have won? Yeah. Yes. Have I ever said a four to one shot that won? <laughs> no. I'm not talking about all of them, but when you've got a 140 year history, <laughs> there's some cool things that have happened in 140 years. Sure. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, Bullfighter says Major League Baseball needs to keep the schedule. Uh, Justin says, my bad check. No, it's all good, Justin. I was, there's a part of me that was thinking with you. Uh, 6.55 this morning here on the morning drive. There's definitely a part of me. <laughs> Sports Center is next, and then we'll talk some uh, Texas Tech football here on the morning drive. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. High noon today, the bottom line, and then this afternoon, Tech Talk with Aaron Dickens and Dr. Mike Gustafson. It'll be a brief bottom line at noon today because we have Ranger Baseball at 1230. Yes, we do. And it might well, might interrupt actually, your... Actually, it'll, it'll be the Astros baseball that'll interrupt the Oh, I'm sorry. Line. Yeah, right. A brief Colin Cowherd. There you go. Yeah. After uh, Dan Patrick at nine here on Double T nine seven three, but yeah, you're right. But the way Major League Baseball games have been going, you may get all of Tech Talk. <laughs> well, that's sour those guys, won't it? <laughs> I think they're okay doing their full show. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, so we'll have uh, the Rangers' first pitch will be at uh, at one, and then what's uh, what's left over after that? Uh, you'll have uh, Tech Talk with Aaron and uh, Gus. All right, uh, I know the NCAA basketball tournament is over. I've been kind of hanging on to this. Um, only just because I, I thought it was kind of interesting. This is uh, from March the 15th. Uh, Ten bold predictions that were made in USA Today that day for the NCAA basketball tournament. Okay? Okay. Uh, hardly any of them uh, panned out. Kind of like our bold statements of proclamation. Okay? Mm-hmm. Probably about the same percentage. Uh, number one, Gonzaga makes it to the Final Four. Nope. Number two, Texas loses in the second round to Texas A&M. Rethinks move to SEC. Nope. <laughs> Arizona State uh, makes a run to the Sweet 16. They had a good run. They did have a good run. Uh, tired of uh, the portal, uh, Bob Huggins retires. He's supposed to meet with the athletics director at, at West Virginia. Um, he wanted he wanted his buddy, Mike Carey, uh, to come back and be the women's coach because the women's coach left – she left to go to Minnesota, just closer to kind of where she's from. She had spent quite a bit of time in the Dakotas, and I think North Dakota. So I guess it's kind of close, but maybe she just wanted out of there. And then Mike Carey, the former West Virginia women's coach, basically came out and said, hey, I want the job back, and, and citing that the reason that he left the year before and retired was the previous administration. And the administration has changed? And the administration has changed, the okay. new new athletics director. And so he did not get that job again. I don't know how hard he pushed for it, but I know that Bob Huggins was publicly quoted as saying that he wanted Mike Carey to have it back. I mean, they're, they're peas of the same pod, okay? Yikes. Um, yeah, I mean, he, Mike Carey is just a, a a women's coach version of Bob Huggins. I mean, you know, kind of a... I think a good coach, but um, it always seemed kind of to be kind of angry. Uh, but anyway, he did not get it. A guy named Mark Kellogg got it. 
And Mark Kellogg was the coach at Stephen F. Austin. And so how that maybe affects the Lady Raiders is, does uh, associate head coach J.C. Carter get that opportunity to go to Stephen F. Austin? Okay, so the domino effect. It's a domino effect, right, right. And, you know, it makes sense because that's his alma mater to where he played basketball. So, I mean, he's he's a familiar name to him. Sure. Okay? So, but I'm sure that there'll be a lot of people that'll be in line for that. I mean, um, and, and I think he's a really good coach and a really good dude, and I hope he gets his opportunity to, to be a head coach. I'm just not ready for him to leave yet. <laughs> <laughs> Selfishly. Selfishly. But I... I hope he. I hope he gets it. If if he if he truly wants it. Uh, okay, uh, number five, we get a first time national champion. Nope, thought we we could have. Nope. If we could have, if uh, San Diego State had had beaten UConn, we yep. would have, but we didn't. Uh, Zach Edney returns to Purdue for his senior season. I have not seen an announcement yet. He won the Wooden Award. Um, and. You know, you kind of wonder does does he does he come back? Does he does he want to uh, go? Is he is he enough of a dominant guy uh, to make it in the NBA? I mean, he's seven four, um, but would another year at the collegiate level help him more than going off to the NBA now? Wouldn't guess he's going to get any taller. <laughs> okay, <laughs> probably not. He's he's three oh five. Um, and I don't know, I don't know if he's got, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure that they would say, Hey, you could add some muscle. Maybe, you know, um, but you know, like I said, he won the, he won the wooden award, which is, you know, the best that you can get. I mean, he's already claimed the Associated Press, Sporting News, United States uh, Basketball Writers Award, the Naismith Trophy and the National Association of Basketball Coaches Player of the Year Award. So it's not like he's got a whole lot left, but they did have a really disappointing loss in losing to Fairleigh Dickinson in that uh, 16 seed to one. So I don't know if he'll come back or not. Uh, this, number seven. This one, this one happened, Jamie. Rick Patino accepts new job. It says Rick Patino quietly accepts new job before he's done with the current job. Uh, they thought uh, Georgetown was in the mix, but uh, this, the jump to St. John's probably makes the most sense. Okay? And that's and that's what happened. Um, NCAA falls in love with Las Vegas. Yeah, I'm sure that they did. Because of, you know, having games there. Yeah, probably so. And, and now that you have, you know, the hockey team there, and now that you have... Um, you know, the A's are rumored to be going there, and obviously you have the Raiders there. Uh, this whole, hey, Vegas, uh, boy, we can't have anything to do with them because it's too unseemly. That's way, way, way down the line. So different now. Yeah, yep. so different now. And you mean the NCAA realized you can make a ton of money with the team yeah. in Vegas? No. Yeah. And, and, and remember... More remember, sarcasm from Jeff, yeah. in case you were wondering. Right. Remember Willie Mays and Mickey Mantle basically banned from baseball because they were door greeters at a... Uh, yeah. Las Vegas Hotel. That's crazy. Yeah. And then uh, the last thing, San Diego State loses in the first round and then bolts for the Pac-12. Yeah. Well, the first part of that definitely didn't come true. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, right. They also had predicted that the ACC goes over, but that was not the case. Um, 
because Miami made it to the Final Four. Pitt had a nice run. Um, but, you know, Virginia and Duke didn't have as quite a nicer run as they were they were hoping to have. So, anyway, that, I just I thought that was a nice little cleanup there to the basketball season. Don't be sad. One out of ten ain't bad. One out of ten, right? One out of ten. Um, but, but, again, you said it right. We wouldn't have done any better. We wouldn't have done any better. You know, it's it's so funny. It's like, um, and this is a skosh inside baseball, but but I'll I'll kind of relate it. the The Vegas thing for professional sports, it, it, it's it's the National Hockey League that probably won't get any credit, but should get credit for the acceptance of the pro sports and the NCAA and others going to Vegas. Mm. Beca- That's probably fair because they built that arena. You know, they, they have that hockey team there and you know, that was the that was the toe in the water uh for everybody. It's like um this is probably twenty years ago. Uh it used to be that you wouldn't see liquor ads on television, okay? And the the um the vodka guys so vodka one of the one of the one of the liquor distributors went to Telemundo and they wanted to advertise on Telemundo, and it was like it wasn't illegal, but it was not accepted by the by the television guys, and um, and so the Telemundo guys and and we had the Telemundo station at the time. We all took it, and it was big big money, and there was no outcry. There was no outcry. And then mm-hmm. they... So everybody gener- else said, well, if they can do it, yes. so can we. Yes, but they used, they used Telemundo as the entry point for tequila. It was a tequila. It, it, was, it was tequila. And then the problem with the tequila... Then the money dried up because there was a big freeze in Mexico and there wasn't as much of the tequila plant. So there wasn't the big need to, to advertise it. But the tequila, tequila on Telemundo ads were the entry point for the other hard liquor that you see on television now every single day and here on the radio every single day. Mm-hmm. So much like hockey is to Vegas, tequila to Telemundo is uh, the liquor ads. And it's just interesting how that, that money was good though while it lasted. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then what's, what they, they used this, we accepted it, we loved it, and then they went elsewhere. <laughs> just the nature of business, right? Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. 7.30 this morning here on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Yates Flooring Center chat line is open. So is the Visual Edge IT hotline. It is open as well for you. Jamie's question of the day for you and me and Mr. Sarcasm, Jeff McGuire. <laughs> All right, we're going Red Raider football. Okay. My question for you today is... Who do you think will be a breakout player mm. in 2023 for the Red Raiders? A breakout player. This would be somebody that wasn't necessarily a star last year, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the term, breakout. All right. I'm going to have to go. I'm going to 
Okay, well, is the the first guy that pops up uh, when you when you pull up the roster because his number is zero and they have it ranked by jersey. But I think I think he's a candidate because I think we saw a lot of spark from him uh, once he got uh, healthy. Is uh, is our man Exxon Cameron Valdez? Okay, so I, I'm going to say him. I I think that's a good answer. Okay. Chuck took my answer. Uh, to be different, let's see. Uh, I don't know who the long the linebackers. Is going to jump up. It's it's a position where you need someone to jump up. I don't know how an offensive lineman would make that call. I would like to say one of them just becomes like a. Oh man, I'm struggling with a a compare a Brandon Carter type, mm-hmm. where everybody knew who he was when he was on the team, uh, and knew where he was. Uh, kind of like Tyree Wilson kind of became on the offensive line. Well, no, mm-hmm. just, well, yeah, 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 for the yeah. team. Um, if you're going with offensive linemen, you would have to think the incoming rusty stats would be the guy. Yeah, that, I mean, he's supposed to solidify the middle. But of how that. do you know? I mean, other than, right? Other than know? like that's what, but that how would do you be know a position. That he's a breakout player. Yeah. Well, because they don't get a bunch of holding calls. There's a bunch of holes in the middle where you're running the ball right, successfully. I know, I, I know, but I mean that just your quarterback doesn't end up on his back as much. That's not very sexy, though. No, not in any <laughs> way at all, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you're like Leon Lett and opening holes and running with the running back forty mm-hmm. yards down the line. Um, I, it, it, you know what? I'll go. Uh, Baylor Cup. Oh, okay. that he's going to be your tight end that jumps out this year. Wow. I think both really good answers, and I do expect Baylor Cup to have a a big second season in a red ready Raider uniform. I think the best answer is probably the one that Chuck gave. Okay, I I was I was there with him on that one with with Cameron Valdez. Um, the other guy that I think is going to have a much bigger season than what we've seen in years past is low fungi i just think Mm. that he's been Mm -hmm. killed by injuries i think the talent level is really high i think you can see he's got the measurables to be Mm -hmm. a great player in the big 12 conference and it just feels like for whatever reason he's had a bunch of bad luck yeah but i think you know he he made 34 catches last year so it's not as if he he wasn't a factor sure or it wasn't as if he didn't do anything for you or help the team win but I, I expect him to be much closer to one of your receiving stars than just a guy. And to me, last year, he was just a guy. Yeah, and he kind of came on towards the last third mm-hmm. of the season, you know, last quarter of the season, uh, just from a just from a health standpoint. And he's he's one of those guys where, okay, caught 34 balls, but the expectation, you know, when he came here uh, by this point in time would have been much more than 34 balls if he were, if he were healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. and being a guy that you know you would have to, you know, account for, right? Uh, all those things. Uh, somebody off the uh, Yates Flooring Center chat line says, if he can stay healthy, Tyler Shuck should break out the most. It's not really the that was really not the point of your question, but I mean, it, it just feels like to me Tyler Shuck is a star already. Yeah, he's already broke out. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, 
I think you're right. But, I mean, I, I understand the point here, you know, because you missed a bunch of games with the, Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah, no, know, I think it's it's valid. Yeah. You know, I mean, especially especially with the caveat if he can stay healthy. Uh, somebody else had said uh, Baylor Cup um, as well. And then uh, Jacob Rodriguez. So, I don't know. Um, so, if you have a thought on that, mm-hmm. uh, Yates Flooring Center chat line hit us up this morning. I'm so I'm so proud of us. I'm like really I feel like really just giving myself a gold star because Do you know why I'm proud of us? Because we got through it in pretty quick quick order and we didn't pontificate. No. Okay. Because nobody said Mason Tharp. Okay. <laughs> As I was scrolling through after I told you Cameron Valdez. Um then his his name popped up when Jeff was talking about tight ends. I'm like, oh okay. But yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. He's like this generation's Bristol Olamua. Mm. Um, who was the outside linebacker that we got from Ohio State that we just thought was going to be the greatest thing ever? Seems like his last name was Williams. I oh could be yeah, wrong. this is like during the. And Bristol Olamua was the same thing where everybody was like, "Oh, we finally have a tight end. We're gonna," <laughs> and everybody was so excited about him. And then the guy from Ohio State and. Neither one of them did almost anything. Uh, somebody Mike Mitchell, up. that's it. Mike yep. Mitchell. Thank yep. you. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. Thanks, yep. Adam. Uh, Miles Cole. Somebody brings up Miles Cole. Um, I, I I could see that. I mm-hmm. mean that that guy looks like, I mean athleticism and all that kind of stuff. It looks like he could be really good. Yeah. 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 And motor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus he's a pass rusher, so that's gonna. That's that's good and sexy for you there, Chuck. Sure. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Choice Woodman was quick on the on the whistle there, although not as quick as Adam with uh, Mike Mitchell. Yeah, Choice sees a hey, he's, walking he right. Red Raider dictionary. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw where his son like broke a school record for the. That's right, man. Neil's killing it. Hundred yard, uh, yeah. hundred meters, hundred meter dash. Dude's flying. Beat it by half a second. <laughs> Telling you, stud athlete. We're all going to be talking about him in the next few years. Well, the, uh, and how will the Woodman's like? What will the recruiting aspect of that be like? With, with like, I mean, is is he going to come in here and go? Uh, yeah, you know, Coach McGuire was over at the house last night, and we had him. We had some pie made. No, no, no. no. If <laughs> have you met Choice? <laughs> Choice is closer to my personality than your personality. If it was your personality, you would tell us how Coach McGuire came and Coach ate Saban. the pie at your house Coach or Saban whatever. Or, you know, yeah. Coach Choice, whatever. Is, Choice is going to keep it to himself. Well, he's going to tell us, yeah. but he's not going to be on the air all about it. Oh, that. well, I don't know that'd be on. I don't know, probably so. Yes, probably you would. would. Probably would. If the young phenom got even a skosh of a notion of a, I'll tell you the, I'll tell you the kid that, I'll tell you uh, his brother, Boy Wonder. I mean he, he is. Uh, I, we had a conversation uh, in the backyard the other day about throwing the football right. He's kind of looping it right now, and then, and then I threw it left handed at him. He threw it left handed back to me. I'm like, no, buddy, use use your other hand. Use your use your dominant hand because he was trying to, he was trying to emulate me, which that's. That's bad news for his parents. Mm, yeah, that's bad news for his mm-hmm. parents. But mm-hmm. uh, he and and he he uh, he made uh, the young phenom uh, hold the ball for him so he could kick it. And he yeah, we had this little mini football that uh, we can use a little mini Nerf. And did he, did he pull a Lucy and Charlie Brown? 
No, huh? I missed mean, he, opportunity. He, he got missed it, opportunity. He got it up. I mean, he elevated. No, I mean, I'm sure if you told him that, he would. Okay, the ten year old would probably do that. Uh, but I mean, he had it all. He had us, made us all be set up and made me go. He goes, okay, you go, go, hut, hut. You know, so we we had the whole. I mean, we had everything down, man. He's he's taking a big long run at it. But he's maybe that'll be the maybe that'll be the kid that. I get to meet some of these high-profile coaches. I'll go over there, go over to their house for dinner. Uh, Bobby Hot Dog suggests this: Do we need to get Neil entered in the race with Bullfighter and Sneed? Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> they don't want any of that. They don't want any of that. <laughs> the dude. Here's the thing: I mean, Neil you just look once. at him, and he's and, and, I, and it's been this way for like three years. Yeah, I just look at Neil, and I'm like. This dude is an athlete. Yeah. I mean, There's this no dude course. is going to be a stud. He gets out of the car fast, yes. right? Yes. Neil would do the full sprint and look, and even if he was close, be like, all right, well, I'm going to run back so we can do it again. <laughs> I think we should enter Neil into this race. That, that way those guys can see the significance of their running ability. You're tuned in to the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3, recapping the night that was in the world of sports. That's not to say that they don't respect the run game that you have, but you're talking about one quarterback leading the, the conference in passing so far this year. And remember, he didn't start the first game. All right. He still played a lot, though. And also bringing some humor to your day. I, I just don't want to disappoint you. I just... As much as I disappoint you, I don't want to disappoint you in some things that you expect from me. Hear the show live weekday mornings at 6 on Double T 97.3 or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Thanks for being with us today. So, Windy Wednesday. How about that? Windy Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. A little alliteration mm-hmm. there. Yeah, a little Windy Wednesday. Uh, hope that you can kind of stay kind of locked down a little bit uh, today. Good morning with Jamie Lint and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. The Yates Flooring Center chat line is open for you. The Visual Edge IT hotline is open. We come to you from the First United Bank studio. And uh, glad that we're not working the drive through window today. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's got to be. That's got to be. That's got to be really hard. Do you remember? And I don't know. I can't remember the name of this restaurant. It doesn't matter. It was fast food. I want to say it was called Shoots. I don't know if there was ever anyone here in, in Lubbock. Um. But they would put the food in like a container, like the bank vault, like they do at the banks, like your for your, like your deposits and things like that. And, and they would shoot it out to you. They shoot it out to you, if if memory serves me correct. And the shoot would like go right into your door. Well, no, no, it come it'd come to your window, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, your, okay, that's what I meant. Yeah, into your come, window. Yeah, come to your so window. You roll down the window. Yeah, you roll down the window. Did you have window. to catch it, or well, did oh, it no, stop it before it, it got there? Yeah, stop before it got there. You want to have a milkshake all over you, or you know, your cherry coke or whatever. So it was basically on the uh, top floor, but you, it came down the floor <laughs> yeah, or something. I, I just it was. It, it, I want. I, I want to say it came through. Like the same kind of you know mechanism that the that the banks use you know when they're near you know depositing money or getting getting a check cashed or something along those lines just all that kind of stuff. Uh, we get this uh, communique. Wind is not wind is supposed to lay this afternoon. It's still not going to be as bad as yesterday. Okay, good. Uh, Jordan writes in with my uh, hard hat thought. Chuck, if you were to show up with a hard hat and dressed as nice as you are, construction workers will just assume you're OSHA, and us blue collars aren't too fond of them folks. Mm. Oh. Oh, okay. 
I got you. I got you. But see, if I put on a pair of jeans and, you know, like a sweatshirt and a cap on, then somebody would give me a shovel and expect me to do something. Are you the new guy? <laughs> we got a we got a load of dirt over there. We need to move from there to there. Yeah, and be I'm, like, look I'm at just, this guy they hired. I'm just looking, man. I'm not. Yes. Hey, you shovel. He goes. I don't even know where my hammer is. <laughs> That's right. You'd have been proud of me Saturday. My rake broke. Um, and I think it was the wood. I'm just proud that you had it in your hand. Well, right. No, right. Right. And then, but it broke because it, the I think the wood was finally rotten, you know, because it had been outside. Um, this is older. What are you, you putting your rake outside for? It was just kind of in the backyard. It was in the, on, the, on the side of the house. Yeah, hanging on the garage wall. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the next goal. Um, I built a big, I had a big storage shed built on the side of my house. So that's that's where all my stuff's going now. Okay. okay. So why wasn't it in there? Well, it wasn't in there yet because I just I was getting to it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was getting to it. But anyway, I went and bought me a new rake. So I, was like, so I was really proud of myself. So I'm proud. I went to the. <laughs> you went and bought it. I went. I went to the. Went to the hardware store and bought myself a new rake. It's like, man, that's it's great, man. <laughs> I felt like a regular kind of home improvement kind of guy there for a second. Did you yeah. call anybody Bud or Pal while you no, were there? Uh, or no, I got in, got out, you know. To wear some old dirty dungarees down there? I had my had my slides on because that's what I was outside slides. working. Slides. <laughs> that's what I was working on. <laughs> I don't think that world wears slides. Uh, we get uh, we get an update on Jamie the calf. Man, that's a stout looking. That's going to make a good burger. Um, Jamie the calf is looking Says Jamie the calf is doing great. Yeah, it looks like you look you like you look a little lean there. Look like you could kind of have a well, couple I, of lunches there. I make sure he does lots of laps every day. Okay, around the pasture. Yeah, keeps himself in good shape. Have well, the Lens made a trip out there yet? No, we haven't. It's baseball season. It's kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just weekends Vernon's are just not right around the corner. So yeah. Uh, Bullfighter says this. Instead, why don't you ride in my truck and we'll deliver steel over there, Chuck. That'd be kind of cool. Mm, yeah. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Can Chuck Where do you guys want this steel? Can Chuck <laughs> ride in a truck, though? <laughs> yeah. Maybe tell him. I'm definitely qualified to be here and put yeah. this together. I bought a rake this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm doing. I used it. <laughs> I bought a rake. <laughs> I used it. All by myself. <laughs> this uh thought Chuck was gonna say he bought a new handle and fixed the rake, but no, he no. just bought a new rake. Bought a new rake. <laughs> I mean, in fairness to Chuck, it was probably cheaper to yeah. buy the new rake as opposed to buying the handle. But then I would have had to find my hammer and then I'd had to buy a nail and, and there's screw I mean, hammer just, nail. Just, <laughs> this would have been a lot easier. I think there's a screw in the well, plastic the, part that well, screws down into the wooden Okay, handle. but the, see, the screw had come out maybe years ago, and I'd put a nail in there to keep it. Okay. Mm. Okay, mm. so I'd put a nail in there. So. It's definitely rig, cheaper to buy the new rig than the old one. <laughs> I did rig it up kind of a little bit. <laughs> put a nail in it. And now it's used as a weapon as well for I medieval just, times. I just threw it away. I just threw it away. Uh this uh, suggestion, instead of buying a rake, you should have bought a leaf blower. Just blow it out in the road like everybody else. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Trying to get me drops. Uh, this, when do you think we will get an official announcements on basketball assistance? Uh, 
It's a great question. I I actually looked at the tech website, you know, just the basketball texastech.com just to see if there'd been any um you know, any any movement. I didn't I expect them to put out a communique when they announce that. I don't expect it to just all of a sudden just show up on a you know, website that they've hired a bunch of coaches uh, and support staff and and things like that. I I, I do have this feeling that it's. Well, gonna... I mean, there were two of them here the other day, right? So yeah, you know who those yeah, two guys right. are. Yeah, and I think actually two of were... them that were North Texas assistant yeah. assistants that yeah. were here, and yeah. then multiple people have said they've seen the guy Brett McCollum. The... Yeah, McCollum yeah. was there. Mm-hmm. So I mean, what else? I mean, really, you have a good idea already. Yeah, you right? have a pretty good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, a couple things here from the Ace Flying Center chat line. Chuck, a regular DIY guy. <laughs> I find I, I, I do know what that means, DIY. I'm not generally that guy. <laughs> uh, let's see. Raiders Dad says delivering steel would be another opportunity to find a receiving sign spelled wrong. We are still we are all mm. still waiting. Okay. Still waiting. Yeah. Uh, this the real question is when using said rake was Chuck giving a show to the ladies of the neighborhood again without his shirt on <laughs> I did have my shirt on I was thinking about it uh, this from Keith uh, I've seen Chuck in the local home improvement store he never looks like he belongs there <laughs> right now I'm, I'm with you man I've I've said that you know time and time again that's that's not my skill set okay mm-hmm. that's just not my skill set <clears throat> <laughs> oh goodness uh we get this yes i i believe that this is going to be the case but i i think it's going to be sooner than later now because monday was the press conference uh, coach mccaslin said the other day he would release a few assistance names in the next few days i think part of this is all you know about getting everything you know in line and contracts and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. it wants to get them to hit the road jack so to speak mm-hmm uh, wash up guy says this speaking from experience that new shed will fill up quickly and you'll need that new space in the garage for more stuff washed up guy hmm. yeah so, your, your cars right yeah mm-hmm. uh, somebody wants to know what is your what is your skill set you know i'm still looking for it to be quite honest it's never been truly explained to chuck yet yeah i, I just think that you know if if you have somebody that you need to go out and meet and greet people i'm your guy Right, I don't know how much money you can make doing that, but I'm your I'm your guy. I've done okay. I mean, we had food on the table last night. This has been the Morning Drive podcast presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T ninety seven three podcasts at double T ninety seven three dot com.